This is Dolphin Financial Radio, a show about planning your retirement. When you are young, financial decisions are easy. You aren't worried too much about the future, and you know you have plenty of time on your side. However, as you get older, the financial decisions get more difficult. Eventually, you reach the age where you face decisions about employment, home buying, raising a family, and college planning. Your financial success is often determined by how you handle the many curveballs thrown your way and by how much you are saving for retirement. Before you know it, you are within 10 years, five years, and then one year of retiring. At this point, you'll be facing new and different financial challenges. You'll worry if you have enough money to last through retirement. You'll be concerned about healthcare and longevity. You'll want to make sure your retirement is everything you always dreamed it would be. These are the retirement challenges that we will address each week on this show. Regardless of how far you are from retirement, it's time to listen in as we begin another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio with me, Dan Wendell, your host, owner of Dolphin Financial Group. Uh, Today's topic is going to be different than normal. I don't have my trusty sidekick with me, but I do have a special guest today. And the topic is going to be the financials behind cord cutting. The phenomenon of cord cutting is out of control, or is it maybe it's in total control? Either way, it's very popular right now. People are very fed up with their cable bills. And it was this summer I mentioned to my uh, readers of my monthly newsletter that I was cutting the cord, and I got more responses than I had got in a long time about any topic. Now, not to say that retirement planning and retirement issues aren't fun, but this one seemed to take the cake as very interesting to a lot of people. So I'm going to spend today talking with an expert in the cord cutting field. His name is James, and he is a owner of Tampa Bay Cord Cutters, which is a local company. And he is here to answer my questions and get in the hot seat because we're going to talk about cord cutting in general, the financials behind it, and I'm going to give my personal experience, but why not hear from someone that that's, that knows a lot about this and what's going on in the industry and locally with some trends in Tampa Bay area. So James, welcome to Dolphin Financial Radio. Well, thanks, Dan. It's great to be on. Appreciate the invitation. Well, you you appreciate it, but wait till I start asking the tough questions that <laughs> you don't know the answers to. So let's get started. Okay, so everyone that's listening here, my show is designed for retirement planning, and so what's the connection here with cord cutting? Well, it's all about costs, cutting costs, and uh, or increasing income, right? So there's two ways to go about having more money. You spend less or you make more. So in this particular case, we're gonna talk about spending less, and in particular, uh, a couple of shows ago with Tony, I talked about renting a car versus owning it. And, uh, it, it struck Tony as, as a weird conversation because why are we talking about owning versus renting a car? But when I ran the numbers, it was kind of overwhelming. And so when I ran the numbers myself for my cable bill, uh, I got upset. So that's how the cable cord cutting conversation started with me. You tell me, James, what is the, how do people start this idea of cord cutting? What is cord cutting, by the way, in your definition? Because People listening may not even know what we're talking about. I know why they call this the hot seat. I think you just asked me six questions in that <laughs> one there. Um, well, first of all, you, you hit the nail on the head, right? You're not the only one who's frustrated with the cost of uh, cable television and, and certainly all the things that go with it, right? We When we look at what we're doing nowadays, um, 
most stuff is is pretty much fed to us by a a cable coming into the house. Uh, it could be a different type of cable, right? It could be a coaxial cable or a fiber cable, but some sort of tether to the outside world uh, that allows us to get the majority of either entertainment or information or whatever it happens to be. So uh, your experience is not that uncommon. And we see a lot of people who are getting fed up with the cost of bills, uh, specifically those bills, because the, you know they're seemingly uncontrollable. It, we, it has quickly become a nice to have to a need to have, uh, but people feel like they're, they're paying too much. And cord cutting uh, really goes back to the whole notion of trying to cut that cord that comes into the house, initially being cable TV. Uh, what we find is that uh, now it's more of a cord cutting or cord shaving uh, is another term Whoa. where you're trying to. That's new. Yeah. You're, so it basically just means trying to re, uh, reduce the cost overall of some combination of TV, Internet and or maybe even phone in some cases as well. That's an interesting point um, because the idea of cord cutting to me literally was taking a scissors, cutting the cord. And I noticed your logo had that. But that's not necessarily what it's all about. Because people still need some sort of cord to get some something in, right? It's not like because I've done this. I've gone through the process, and I thought, well, you know what? It started. It started with my cable bill. I think it was like a hundred. I think it was one hundred and eighty-five dollars a month. Mm-hmm. I was paying, and I thought that was outrageous. I don't know if that is outrageous or not. Well, that's fairly outrageous. <laughs> I mean, if you were asking me for one hundred eighty-five bucks a month, I'd probably at least pause. Right. You know, like one hundred eighty-five bucks a month. When people are thinking about retirement planning and they might not have any money in their account, you know, they might say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 50 years old and I, I don't even have a lot in my IRA. And then I say, well, um, why don't you put a couple grand in there to start? They say a couple grand, where am I going to get that from? Well, 185 a month is 2,200 a year. That's right. Right. All of a sudden now we're looking at, you know, real numbers. So anyway, um, the third, my first thought was, all right, we're going to cut the cable. Let's call up the company cable company and just cancel this thing. And then I'm not, you know, ignorant, but you know, some people listening might say, yeah, that sounds like exactly what you do, but no, because I still need internet. That's right? right. That's, that's the key I learned. You got it. You got it. So when we talk about cord cutting, you're not talking about cutting the internet cord. You're talking about what? Beefing up the internet cord? I was going to say, so it depends, right? And then I think one of the things that people need to understand, uh, most of your listeners probably already understand this because they're, uh, they're a savvy bunch, but you know, it's, it's trying to figure out what's important to you. And so when we look at, uh, when we look at TV for an, as an example, one of the things that immediately comes to mind is, well, I only watch three channels, 10 channels, whatever it happens to be, and why can't I just get that bundle? And obviously the business model for the cable industry is not one that lends itself to that. Um, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a big sports fan, so I do want to get the sports uh, programming in what I do. Um, I know you're a Hallmark Channel kind of guy. Right, so, yeah, you know, right. you need it. Absolutely. You, know, you, you need, need a some, good cry every once in a while. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, you know, again, what, what I want, what you want uh, are different potentially, but ultimately the, the cable company has got to provide all of that. And what winds up happening is that you get these packages that get bigger and bigger and bigger and, and more costly and outrageous. And more often than not, um, many of our customers come to us when they are realizing that their promo period where they got the sweetheart deal to come in as a quote unquote new customer uh, is over. And the, let's say 30 bucks a month they were paying maybe for the TV portion has now jumped up to 90, a hundred more. 
Um, but you, you, your question originally was about, you know, cutting the internet cord and actually, you know, having the internet cord at the house isn't necessarily a bad thing because it does give you an opportunity to maybe shift some of those things like TV, like phone onto a, you know, onto the same pipe coming in, if you will, but maybe do it in a way that's far less expensive. Effectively, you get to unbundle some of those things in the pursuit of cost savings. Well, that's the bottom line for me was the cost mm-hmm. and the bundling. Remember the triple play. I remember when, when wherever I go, there was always a triple play, some sort of package deal. You get phone, internet, and uh, TV, cable yep. TV, right? Yep. So, one and you're right, once those promo periods end, it seems like all the new customers get the better deals. That's right. And I've been a loyal customer for company XYZ for 10 years. You know, I was helping my dad up in New York. He's, they've been cable, I think I was calculating, I think it was 40, I think it was like 45 years or something. They've been with the same cable company. Yeah. And they're paying ridiculous amounts. And so when we call them up to get a deal, it's like, well, you know, you got to be a new customer. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I mean, how much more could we have sunk into this company for the past 40 years? Yeah, it was very nice for you to keep them afloat. Right. There's no loyalty. So um, what I'm finding is um, people are getting fed up with that. It's endless. I see people constantly saying, hey, I'm tired of this bill. Um, so let's talk real numbers here. I'll give you my numbers, but in general, um, what are you seeing people saving by, oh, what, what's the term? Cord cutting, but uh, but bundle, unbundling. Yeah. I like that term, unbundling, because that's really what you're doing. Sure. Uh, so again, and, and use whatever term you like. I mean, ultimately, what we try and provide to our customers is a lower cost. So to the question you asked, you know, unbundling or, or cord cutting, uh, it's it's not too far off the mark to see customers potentially save sometimes 100 bucks or more a month. And, you know, to the numbers you were running before, when you start talking about maybe $1,200 a year, that's, that's real money, right? Um, now, it doesn't always have to be a, well, I got to break everything apart. You know, sometimes the these companies do have new promotions or they have different types of promotions that our customers may qualify for. Or maybe they want to reduce down some of the things they have into into other pieces. So really, the the first question we typically start with is, what is it you're trying to accomplish? And probably nine times out of 10, that answer is, I'm looking to save money. Right. Okay, so when we start with that in mind, then we can kind of work backwards through a, okay, well, what options are there? We can look at who their provider is and see if, you know, we can do something that maybe is a better cost alternative with that provider or maybe with a competitor, right? You know, here in the Tampa Bay area, you've got three large providers, uh, typically some combination of Frontier, uh, Spectrum, and WOW. And so, you know, depending on where you are, you might be able to pick from one or two or maybe even three, and that that might be a place to start. So the uh, Spectrum, which one was Verizon? I used to have Verizon Fios, and <laughs> that's, are that's they the Frontier thing. now? Yeah, they like to change their names. Absolutely. So Frontier is it? They basically bought it. And Spectrum Verizon. used to be Bright House. Yep. Is that okay? Sure. All right. So, and the lo- local listeners, we all know what we're talking about here. It's yeah, total chaos. Absolutely. But then Wow came in. It's literally W O W. Right. That's correct. Um, I use them at my office. Mm-hmm. I'm not promoting them or anything. I'm just telling you this is so you you can uh, you can choose between those three normally. Yeah. Absolutely. And they all do residential. Uh, most again, you know, it depends on where you are specifically, right? right? And you know, just looking at our customers who are here in the Tampa Bay area, it's typically one of those combinations. You know, if you're farther south, you might have someone different. Um, you know, if you're more rural, you may have a, uh, someone different. Uh, might be DSL. Again, they're all kind of variations on a theme. You know, what what kind of speed and what kind of services do they provide? 
And then from there, you can kind of put together something, or at least that's what we try and do with our customers, is put together something that makes sense. I want to have X number of channels, or I want to have this kind of speed, or I want to save this amount of money, or again, some combination of, of all the pieces. It's almost like a three-legged stool, right? So you, you, you kind of you know get the pieces in place as you want them, ultimately with the outcome of trying to reduce cost overall. I don't, I'm going to run my numbers past you for the listener's benefit, the real hard numbers that I went through, and you tell me what I did wrong, what I did right, what we can do differently. So I was paying, I think it was 185 a month. Mm-hmm. And that was for cable, internet, and phone. Mm-hmm. And I had two phones. So I had uh, a land, two landlines, one for the house and then one for my office, okay. home office. So um, because my cell reception is terrible in my house, so I wanted that, what I call a landline. So um, 185 seemed too much to me. So what I did is I dropped everything. Literally cut, I said, I'm done with you, the cable company. I switched to a different cable company. And I got the new customer pricing, and I think it was $40 a month. Mm-hmm. That's great. Okay. So now I go from 180 to 40. Mm-hmm. But I don't have phone or TV at this point. All I have is internet, right? Which which you can get away with because you still get Google and my kids can play games, right? They mm-hmm. can connect their Xbox to the to the internet so they can play Fortnite, right? So, but if we want to watch TV, what do we do? So I picked up an antenna. So that's another thing. You guys handle that. You guys, you guys consult people on what to do with antenna too. Absolutely. Right. So I, I literally went out and bought an antenna. I think I paid 50 bucks. Actually, I think I stole it from a friend of mine and, uh, no, just kidding. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm not. So <laughs> I put that on the roof and I drilled a hole in my house mm-hmm. and I ran that cable to the cable that was already up there. The old cable that was up there connecting every room, spliced it into that. And now I have a digital antenna and I get, I think, I think when I turned it on, I got 67 channels. That's fantastic. Some of which were in Spanish, which I don't speak. So let's call it 40 channels and for free. Right. So I could have stopped there, but my kids like the lightning games. So this is where it got tricky. So this is where I was like, all right, now what? Because at this point, people might be listening saying, well, I'm not putting an antenna up. You're right, right. Absolutely. You know, I'll, I'll, so then we had to look at these streaming services. Mm-hmm. So tell me, so, so far so good, right? I, I've just saved myself $140 right. a month. Yeah. That's significant. It absolutely right? is. But I wasn't getting everything I wanted because my kids wanted to watch the lightning games. Right. So sports is a big question mark, especially with these cable providers, because you just can't, you don't get them over the antenna. Right. You have to actually pay. For a service, right? Yep. The uh, franchise uh, rights are expensive, and as a result, they're uh, typically on cable. But, you know, what you just outlined is a, a, a perfect example, right? So, you know, you did your homework clearly, um, went out. You know, there was some upfront cost, but there's a perfect example that you, you already paid for that antenna in the first month. Even as you start to add stuff back, well, assuming you hadn't stolen it from somebody based on what I just heard, but you know, it's easy to find an antenna in the, the 50, maybe even a hundred dollar range. Depends on how far you are from where the, the broadcasts are. Uh, but you don't really need something too terribly fancy. Especially again, not in the Tampa area because the it's, I think it's in Bradenton or wherever it is. Yeah. We've got a bunch of broadcasters here, you know, a, you know, all the, all the major networks. Right. right? I got ABC, NBC, Fox, and mm-hmm. CBS. And as, and as they've shifted to digital, what you find is that, you know, CBS on that same quote unquote channel, you know, you think about 
you know, when we were younger and you had channels two through 13, right. well, channel 13 is actually like three or four channels within it. So you've actually got multiple channels coming over that same that's, frequency. That's a, that's a weird concept it, it is it, when it, i was looking at that there's three 13s absolutely and that, that, that's something that people have to get used to right but when we talk about cord cutting what you just described is exactly what the original notion of cord cutting was it was the matter of saying hey i don't want cable as my mechanism for getting tv anymore and so i'm going to cut that cord i'm going to put up an antenna and so you're right you know not everybody wants to do that but certainly if you're looking if you're looking to truly save the most money getting to just something that's over the air broadcast, you, you can't beat that. And quite frankly, I would be surprised if you told me that the service is worse. What we typically find is that with an antenna, it's actually better because oftentimes the cable providers are uh, compressing the video in order to get so many channels on. So this way they can give you 200, 400 channels, whatever it is. You actually probably get cleaner feeds for, say, the Bucks games, which are broadcast every Sunday. This is true. Yeah. I was excited to see the Bucks game, and, and people came came over and looked, and they didn't. They and when I told them it was over the cable, mm -hmm. I mean over the air antenna, yeah. they couldn't believe it. They Absolutely. said that doesn't. It looks like it's digital, and I said it is digital, yeah. because it's over the air digital, which was fantastic. Um, in fact, I remember one of my neighbors uh, when we had the hurricane. He had TV going. He had a generator and he just powered his TV, mm -hmm. but he didn't need to power his cable box because he didn't have one because he was using an antenna. Yeah. So the antenna didn't take any energy, electricity, and it was just connected to the TV. Sure enough, we were able to watch TV over the antenna, yep. which and, is fantastic. And get, the, and get the weather updates right. and all that. Absolutely. And, and I thought that was fantastic. But so that's an extreme case, though, because not everyone gets, you know, because some people might say, well, I want to watch live pd that's the you know that's the show or well, that, might, that seems to be cool that seems to be popular with the kids nowadays sure right? or you know i want to watch i want to watch the rays yeah you know so what do we do then yep so you actually you uh you, you kind of open the door on that thank you whatever i'm paying you double it because that's exactly right the uh the the it's gonna the, cost me more money isn't it uh, most likely right um you no, can't get it for free you can't you you can't but you know that's where the streaming services come in and so you can do some combination of over the air or just uh straight on streaming so a streaming service is something like direct tv now or youtube tv philo there's literally hulu exactly roku absolutely right? there's literally well roku's a, a device but actually we'll talk about that in just a second okay. too um but all these streaming services um, are available, and they all have, again, it's it's a game, right? Who's got the channels that you want? Uh, they're going to have different price points, but as an example, you mentioned the Lightning. Well, hey, DirecTV Now, YouTube TV, both have uh, Fox Sports Sun, which is great because that's where all the Lightning games are. So you want to watch the Lightning, no problem. Pick a provider, and now you can look at it from a perspective of what's the most cost effective. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, oftentimes these... Uh, companies have trials as well. We encourage our customers to sign up for them simply because then you can figure out which interface do you like best. Yeah, that's a uh, good point. You know, who's, who's got the smoothest uh, streaming coming in? You know, it's not buffering or it, it doesn't take too long to move from one channel to another because, you know, especially if you're coming from a cable mentality, you know, you're used to, oh, the game's on channel one, two, three, right? Well, you don't have that concept anymore. Now you're actually just going to, you know, go to the channel, in this case, Fox Sports. However, what's also interesting is maybe I'm not watching TV on a TV. Maybe I'm watching it on an iPad. I'm watching it on a computer. I'm watching it on my phone. And interestingly enough, not only 
can I do that at home? But oftentimes with these streaming services, I can take it on the road. So, you know, I'm carpooling into work. I want to, you know, catch the highlights from the game last night or whatever it is. No problem. I can even, in some cases, use the cloud DVR to record. Hey, I didn't, I couldn't stay up late. You know, the, those lightning games sometimes go past 830 and that's my bedtime, Dan, right? <laughs> but I can record Been it and there. I can watch it the next day. So, so the streaming services are, that's the new cable, really. Right. Effectively, yes, absolutely. So you pay extra. Mm -hmm. So maybe 20, 30 bucks a month or something. It depends. I mean, you know, um, uh, I mentioned DirecTV now. Actually, AT&T, who owns that now, um, has a a skinny package, I think, called Watch, which is about 15 bucks. Philo is about 15 bucks. Uh, They don't have sports. So typically the least expensive packages are the ones that don't have sports. Uh, Again, those franchise rights and all the things we had talked about. Uh, But you've got other companies at the other end, maybe about the $35 to $40 range, like YouTube or a YouTube TV or or a uh, Fubo. Mm. And Fubo is almost entirely sports. So we're not just talking about sports like, you know, baseball and and hockey. We're also talking about things like soccer and tennis and all sorts of things. Uh, Formula One racing. Uh, Fubo is pretty much geared towards the sports enthusiast of any kind. And so that's the beauty of it, right? If you are really interested in a particular thing, the chances are pretty good that by moving to a streaming type of service, you know, you'll actually have more selection in the things that you're most interested in. And that's what it's all about, really. It's not only saving money, because that is definitely what you you get. Mm -hmm. You could save a ton of money and it adds up over time. Absolutely. Because I want to talk to you about more about what the companies are doing now to try and preserve the business and how it can be disingenuous in some way. Absolutely. But um, as long as you have an internet connection, you're okay. So you still got to pay for that internet, right? right? But if you're paying for that internet and then you start to pick what you want, and what I found is I'm no longer watching crap that I was watching <laughs> for the sake of watching right. something, right? right? You know, my kids we used to watch just those kids shows which I can't stand, but now they don't. And they're right. out there doing other things because they just don't have the option. Right. It's not like they're asking, dad, I want to watch a Hannah Montana, whatever, you know, I'm just, that's a bad example. Well, you're really dating no. yourself there, buddy, but that's cool. <laughs> they're not watching that. They're, they're, they're out doing other things, but, right. and they can use their Xbox as a device to watch on the TV so they that's can exactly stream. Right. So I went with DirecTV now, and so I can watch the Rays games, but I can watch it on the tablet. The kids can watch it on their Xbox, mm-hmm. or I can watch it on my main TV. And I don't miss all the other junk. Now, Every once in a while, I might want to watch something, but that's what Netflix is for as well. That's right. So I watch my movies with Netflix now. So, but you you start adding these things up. Mm-hmm. I'm paying forty five or forty dollars for the internet, mm-hmm. which I think is a great deal. Um, I'm paying uh, say thirty for Directv now and another ten for Netflix. So now I'm at eighty, mm-hmm. but that's still a hundred dollars a month savings. So going back to the original question, a hundred bucks savings per month isn't unreasonable. No, it's not. And, you know, the I'd be willing to bet that you just called out Netflix. Another thing you might have overlooked is Amazon, especially if you have Prime. You know, those are a couple of services that you're paying probably somewhere in the ballpark of maybe 10 to $15 per month when you break it out. And people have that anyway. So Absolutely. it's not an additional cost. And so it's not. That's exactly right. And if, you know, one of the things we talk with our customers is taking a look at those things as well, because there's also a lot of content. You can watch everything on Netflix and still never get through everything. True. So uh, you hit on another thing too, and I had, I had talked about it a minute ago, but uh, you brought it up just now when you're talking about your kids watching stuff over Xbox. Absolutely. You know, the the notion of having a TV, not being a TV, but 
having an iPad, right? I want to prop something up in the kitchen where maybe I don't have a TV, but I do want to watch, you know, the cooking channel while I've, you know, while I'm trying to follow along, whatever it happens to be, it really does disconnect you from that. And the bright spot on that is as you look at typical bills, you know, as we look at our customers' bills, a lot of the money is obviously in the triple play package or double play or whatever it happens Mm -hmm. to be. But I encourage you to take a close look at the taxes, at the franchise fees, at the regional sports network fees, at the cable box fees. And what you find is that oftentimes those bills are uh, probably about 25 to 30% uh, just additional fees. So it's not just a matter of, you know, hey, yeah, they, they sold me on that package and it's twenty nine ninety nine, But then I realized it's twenty nine ninety nine times three services times X number of boxes in my house that I need to hook up to a TV. And all of a sudden, you're talking about real money. It's 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 ridiculous, actually. And that's what I know a lot of people are upset about, is one of the companies locally here said now, because we're getting digital, all the boxes need to be upgraded. And so now you get charged per actual box. You can't just watch TV. That's right. You have to have the cable box with it per TV. Yep. You can't have one box. And now you have to pay 10 bucks or whatever it is a month per box. So you have three TVs in the house. That's 30 bucks a month just just to have, just to open the door. And sometimes we uh, we work with our customers, you know, hey, I don't want to leave my cable provider. I, I do like that. But, you know, I've got that TV in the spare bedroom that I have to pay for that cable box. And so we'll walk them through buying, a, you know, maybe buying a device like a Roku or uh, an Amazon Fire, um, uh, Apple TV. There's a whole bunch of them out mm-hmm. there. And then basically that becomes the other cable box. You take out 10 bucks a month for a cable box, typically 120 bucks a year. These devices maybe cost twenty bucks, thirty bucks. Some of those Amazon Fire sticks. The sticks are are super cheap. Forty bucks. Yeah, and even if you pay for a premium one, you know, like an Apple TV, which is maybe closer to one hundred and fifty. Okay, you've paid for it in the first year. You know, so you've got some options. And you could take it with you. And that's the beauty of it. When you you go on vacation, or if you want someone else to borrow it, like when I'm up visiting and uh, my dad, you know, he's like, I want to watch this downstairs. You know, um, he can take that fire stick out and watch the movie downstairs. Yeah, absolutely. This is coming from the guy that had a VHS collection with like 700 <laughs> movies. You know, so he's like all excited about having access anywhere. And, but you know uh, what? That's a, that's an important piece, right? It, it, it is taking that piece apart. And then the beauty of that is you now have that option to still potentially watch because that cable provider you're talking about, they actually have an app on a couple of the, the, the hardware devices I just mentioned so you can still watch your cable package, right? I can still watch HBO streaming over it because I'm going to use um, I'm going to use their app that I have installed on. That's it. right. So my in-laws can come down and still watch the Red Sox and the Celtics. No, oh, right. Yeah. When they're down I, I'm visiting. sorry. I'm rolling my eyes because you had to pick. Of course, you had to pick Boston teams. <laughs> hey, what? Uh, no, you are. Uh, I married into it, but uh, <laughs> you know, one thing that Tampa Bay cord cutters put me onto, which I'm very thankful for, which has actually changed. It, it, I'm not going to be dramatic here, but but I'm going to be honest with you. It totally changed my life in that those robocalls have stopped. I got rid of my home landline mm-hmm. and I switched to Google Voice, which mm-hmm. is free. Mm-hmm. So I went from paying 20 bucks a month for each phone, so 40 bucks a month, to a free phone line. That's right. And yes, it's voice over IP, but so so was the other one I had. Yep. But uh, now I can now. But what's beautiful about it is. My home line, I no longer pay for. Mm-hmm. And when we get a call, it rings my cell phone at the same time. That's right. So if I'm not home, someone's calling my home, I can see that they're calling my home on my phone. 
And if they leave a message, it's all there digitally. Emails me, I can go on. It's amazing for free. Mm -hmm. Now, they can charge it and I'll still pay because it's going to be cheaper than what I was. You're 100% right. But the robocalls stopped because no one had that number. You know what I mean? Yep. Well, you know what, though? Even with the robocalls, you hit on a great point. And so you would ask before, you know, typical savings. I'll give you my own personal example. My bill was uh, just north of 200 bucks. It, you know, it was one of those $100 a month kind of things. And then it skyrocketed. Right. And I think my last bill, you know, that, that I had before I said this is this is madness was uh, 204, 205. By moving to a combination, in my case, of you know, internet only, which by the way, I actually got faster speeds by going internet only. So that's about 50 bucks, maybe 55 when you include uh, the tax that they put on it. Um, another, I, I'm also using DirecTV now, so it's about $40 a month. And then my phone, which went to zero because I'm doing the same thing you are. And the beauty of it is you're getting the benefit of all that filtering. So, you know, if you were like me, uh, there were a ton of calls that were coming in dead previously during the the you know political times of year right yeah, so right. october november was complete lunacy right do you vote for this guy don't yeah, vote me for and that Rick guy scott we were on first name basis clearly, you know? clearly. he kept calling me I, me <laughs> he wouldn't let me get a word in edgewise but i kept hearing his voice every day. that's how you want and, and obviously worked out for him but um you know yeah you, you hit the nail on the head i can take that phone that call's gonna ring wherever i am and it, it's automatically filtering out the junk it is very very uncommon for me to get a spam call now a robocall because they've stopped. And the interesting thing is the right robocalls come through. So what's the right robocall? I get calls, you know, probably once every couple of weeks from the, the kid's school. Yeah, that's right. The school system. And, and th- But those come in because right. those aren't true robocalls, right? That's yeah, right. they're going out at once, but they're not, you know, you know, in this case, Google Voice isn't filtering that stuff out. And I can still see which calls I missed in case I did miss something. I haven't missed one. <laughs> so this is, I mean, if you think about it, when you, when you, when you're talking about financial planning and um, you know just strategies to save more money or invest more money, this is kind of like a I don't want to say a no-brainer, but it when it look at when you're looking at the numbers, the numbers are there in most cases. I mean, I, I'm guessing it's rare that you would have a customer or a prospective customer come up to you and you say, "I can't help you." Mm-hmm. You're going to save them money in some way, right. right? So the question is, why aren't people doing it, or why are people hemming and hawing about it? Is it just fear of the unknown? And then what do you guys do? How, what's the process if someone said, I want to do this, but I don't sit, I'm not geeky like you. Yep. I'm not calling you a geek. I appreciate that. <laughs> I just did. I know you um, did. But I'm not, I don't have, you know, you talk about internet speeds. I don't even know what that means. Yep. Um, you said Roku, I think. I don't know. Is that a new language? <laughs> right? No, you know what I mean? Like this people yep. that are just technology Luddites or just not really into it. Do they, do you have to be highly advanced to do this or can you do it? with basic knowledge. Yeah. So you, you, again, you know, this is, you know, in many ways in my mind, Dan, it's a lot like financial planning, right? So people can do some element on their own and quite frankly, they need to do some of it on their own. Even when they reach out to someone like Dolphin Financial Group, you know, there, there's still an element that your clients have to making sure they're actively managing. Like you could save them all the money in the world, but if they're spending it, then right. what do what they have? <laughs> true, right. True. Um, but there's also this piece of, um, there's just a lot, right? And the technology is constantly changing, specifically the hardware, you know, so Roku, the answer right. that question from before, that's actually a type of device and you can find those anywhere. Um, there's, there's a lot you can do on your own, but where to get started, you know, sometimes people do get confused. So we do have, uh, we do provide that service to our customer where we really try and stay on top of it as new streaming providers come out or they change what they're doing. 
as new options come into market. I told you sometimes we just walk our customers through the notion of, hey, here's some places where you can save on your bill, or maybe here's a new promotion that's in market. It's not widely trumpeted, or hey, maybe you, you know, do you use your your landline? You do because you said you had poor cell reception. Many of our customers actually live in places where they've got great cell reception and hardly ever use their landline. So is there a way we can maybe structure the bill, stay with the same provider, help them save that cost? And so we go through all of that. In the cases where we are doing the, I think you referred to it as geeky, um, <laughs> where uh, we do some of the geeky work, right? Uh, we try and bring it and, and put it into uh, a prescriptive program. You know, so, you know, follow these steps try and provide some guidance to our customers so that they don't have to stay on top of it. They don't have to be the geeks. Effectively, we're the rental geeks, if you will. Uh, but we're looking through and making sure everything's working the way it's supposed to or providing them with a, based on the fact that you like to watch this or you know, you're know you looking to save this amount, here are some of our recommendations and, and walk our customers through. They need help on picking an antenna. We'll look to give them some guidance on that. Um, they need some recommendations on who might install that. We can help them with that too. Well, I, uh, I want to wrap it up, but um, really the money's there. And mm-hmm. I'm looking at your website. It says $1,200 a month um, is a typical average savings. A year, a year. A year. Yeah, I'm $1, sorry. $1,200 a month, honestly. Wow. I think, yeah, the, the line would be out the door. It's a good point. We're working on it. But you have a do-it-yourself plan for 79 bucks. That's right. What is that? Like, what do I get for that? Do yeah, so that, that's the example, right? So Because we'll, if I'm going to pay 79 bucks. I better get something. You better give me something. But if I'm saving twelve hundred a year, I think that's a pretty good return on my investment. And but can you just briefly tell me what you get for seventy nine bucks? Sure. So I, that, that that's exactly what we're trying to do, right? It it is the hey, give us a call, right? Let's schedule some time. We'll spend you know thirty minutes on the phone, understanding what your viewing habits are, what you do, where you live, etc. That allows us to figure out some things with regards to what kind of uh, stations could you get over the air. Uh, that allows us to figure out what providers are in your area. It gives us an opportunity to try and shape something that says, okay, you know, um, here's what you're paying now. Or even better, if you have a copy of your your bill and you can send that to us, that's great too. Here's here's what you're paying now. Here's what we think we could bring that to. And here are some of the investments you would make. You know, one of the things that it's important to call out too is sometimes these things do require upfront cost. Meaning if you go out and buy that Roku or that Amazon Fire Stick or whatever it is, those are cost upfront. But even then, we still see that customers save that money and typically recoup it anywhere within a month to sometimes six months, depending on how full bore they go into this. But that's money that within a year is going right back in your pocket. That $1,200 in savings that we see from our customers, you know, even if you go out and buy a whole bunch of things, you can even go out and buy a couple of new TVs with that nowadays. Yes, um, <laughs> you know, so that the, the fact is, you know, we typically see our customers recoup that money uh, within a very short period of time. And we give them, you know, that $79 to your question is to give them a kind of a step-by-step. Here's what you need to do. You need to call, uh, you need to call this company you, or you need to go out and purchase this. We'll use some of our links as well. So we'll even give our customers a, Hey, go out and buy this Roku device because this will work with your 4k TV that you just purchased, even though you're not getting the advantage of it yet. So it's basically a step-by-step guide on how to, Absolutely. and they can, go and do this yourself. And Absolutely. I'm assuming if they can't do it themselves, you can come in there and help them out. Uh, you know, again, we're, we're certainly open, right? I, I, the way we look at it is we want to give customers the, the approach, the how to, like you just said, right? Um, not everybody has the time. Some people do have the time, but they just don't have the interest, right? They, they're looking at it, you know, bring it back to the financial piece. I want to save money on this and I'm pay- I feel like I'm paying too much. 
So we'll, we'll, we'll go as far as our customers need to. If they need us to do more work, then we'll, we'll talk with them and we'll figure out the best way to approach that. And certainly if we're doing more legwork, we're happy to do that as well. And, uh, you know, every, every customer, as far as we're concerned, unique on what their needs are. Let's figure out what that is. And we'll, we'll come up with something that works for both groups. That's awesome. James, thanks for coming today. This was a good show. The website is Tampa Bay Cord Cutters. I'm, I'm not uh, suggesting that everyone's got to go out and cut the cord, but if you're thinking about it, which I know a lot of my clients are, I recommend you check them out or at least uh, maybe look into it and get an opinion. Um, and then what I would urge people to do is take that savings, 1200 a year, whatever it is, and throw it in an IRA. Actually, throw it in the health savings account. If you haven't, if you don't know what that is, there's a show on that. I suggest you re- listen to that one because that's a biggie. But start saving for your future. And uh, I doubt you're going to see a lot of people moving away from cord cutting. I don't think people are going to say, I'm, I'm putting the cord back because unless the cable companies come up with a new plan, which I'm sure they will down the road, yep. I think cord cutting is a trend that's going to save a ton of money. But uh, thanks for a good show, James. And um, we'll be, I'm going to be keeping an eye on you. Hopefully uh, nothing breaks on mine, but if it does, you know who's going to be calling you. All right. Well, I appreciate it, Dan, and thanks for the time. And uh, glad to hear that uh, you're a, a fellow cord cutter as well. And certainly as uh, new things pop up, we're happy to help as well. Was it like a cult of some sort? Yeah, I'm new. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Dolphin Financial Radio. Don't try to retire without a solid income plan. For more information, please contact Dan Wendell at Dolphin Financial Group. Call 888-508-5935 or visit the website at dolphinfinancialgroup.com. Dan Wendell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.